This week's episode is brought to you by Remedios El Ricky. Remedios con ganas. Products and services include Curandero. Adelgazante Lágrimas. Productos Naturales. Broncotín. Bone Setting. Licuado Complex Zeta. Baba de Caracol. Power Cleanser A. These services and products have not been approved by the FDA. Located on the corner of Anita and 4th Avenue. Remedios del Ricky. Remedios del Rancho. Today is Monday, August 7th, 2017. This is the We Don't Know podcast, episode number 26. My name is Ricky. I am joined by... Jorge. What is up, man? Glad to be back and in decent health. Yeah, man. That We were talking about it before the show that your, your typhoid basically took almost took three episodes almost it could have yeah it could have man yeah but i powered through and what was it what happened man um what happened so that i think um monday there, there I, was, I, I read there was like few cases of diphtheria left yeah yeah in the united states uh, zero actually reported that monday we after we recorded whatever the last episode was 25 25 i've i remember feeling weird at home yep then i woke up the next day felt weird and then um, um, I didn't eat, yeah, I didn't go to work that day. Went to work the next day. Went home early. It was it was bad that day because I at this point my I, the offer was to go home an hour early, and Ooh. I was like, yes, wow, yeah, I'll take. You were it. jumping at that. Yep, because <clears throat> that almost feels like what's the point? Exactly. But I was like, but at that point, I was you were, tired. Yeah. So thank you, Marie, if you ever hear this. Um, and yeah, and then I was out for five days. Wow. Uh huh. And we, somehow throughout all this, you managed to claim the greatest prize <laughs> of all. That's right, man. How did that happen, man? So were they, were they that bad that Ooh. you were able to steamroll them, like completely impaired? And, and, or, or did the, the Madden, did, you, were, did it take so much out of you that you got sick as a result of the, the effort? Not at all. So I show up Thursday and I, I, I was hot. I was sick. I was definitely sick. Oh, you were, you were yeah. into it. I was in, I was in the depths, man. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. Just in, something inside me said, "I'm gonna win today. Like I have to win." Right. Yeah. I was just. I was there was just no driven. other option. There was no yeah. option, dude. No option. So, um, first game for me was against uh, Nate. Hi, Nate. Hey, what's up, Nate? And I skunked him. Oh. <laughs> um, what What do you mean, like um, high score? No, zero points. I didn't let him score. You shut him out. Shut him out. Jeez. Um, yeah, I have David John. I picked the Cardinals. Yeah. So I had David Johnson, and he just ran all over. <clears throat> I think you were in his head, man. I saw some of the posts on oh, Instagram. Oh, I saw some of that, yeah. Yeah, I saw some of the chatter, and mm-hmm. I think he was a bit psyched out. Yeah, psychological warfare. Yep. You yeah, know? you played that one Cerebral to a assassin. Yeah, yeah. there you uh-huh. go. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so that was uh, that. Was that. Um, and then Excuse I watched me, Robert and Addison play for the championship for the Super Bowl. Robert won, and then I beat him. Um, might be by a touchdown, I think. I oh, it was score. a good. It was a good Super Bowl then. Yeah, it was good. It was good. 
it was nerve wracking. And yeah, the whole time I'm hot, sweating, um, you know, coughing, sneezing, all that good stuff. The whole time. Yeah. Did you infect the other players? I, so far, no. no? I, I, I hope oh, okay. I, I wish I did, but, uh, but I infected him with, uh, my defeat. victory with defeat. Yes. Thank yeah. you. I, you drank yeah. their tears. Oh, it was great. And now I feel better because of it. Yeah. They powered you through. Yeah. yeah. Just just like Michael Jordan, dude. He played through that flu, you know? Did he? Yeah. When, when was that? Was that one of the, was the one finals? Of the, yeah. But I made it happen just like it, dude. Just like MJ. That's crazy, man. So, yeah. Thank you. For, and if anyone actually sent me well wishes, thank you very much. Because yep. I won. The trophy's sitting at home. <clears throat> I'll post a picture of it once I uh, we get it engraved in, in our websites, uh, on our website's gallery. That's nice, dude. That's good. Yes. So, what's up, man? It's been a couple weeks. Aside from the Madden and the dysentery, what's been you? <laughs> um, th- honestly, nothing, because I, cause I was just laid out for forever. Um, let me think. Did you just watch a lot of TV and stuff? A lot of, like, daytime television? Honestly, or? Mm, no, I kind of just laid there and listened to podcasts and, and oh, like okay. Howard Stern. Hallucinating. Yeah. I did... I did, I did get an episode of um the first episode of westworld because i didn't i didn't see it when it was airing or whatever oh okay yeah and that was it was all right i i you know i'm definitely interested enough to go and finish it <clears throat> yeah i need to go back mm-hmm. i need to go back yeah so that was cool um but i watched full metal jacket again which i yeah i saw that yeah yeah, yeah which you, I, you have to i yeah. watch every month um every month <laughs> yeah, i swear it's every month ali's probably like every day she tells me um but yeah, you know, I didn't do much. Some gaming, but like even then, you can't. You're so no, sick you that you can't, can't focus on yeah. anything. I've had that before, yeah. where I'm playing with the guys or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Hey guys, I'm I'm way too sick for this. Like I can't even do this." Yeah. So yeah. so yeah, I you know just a lot of lounging and hallucinating, as you say. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of that. So that was that's been your last week and a half, whatever, since the last time I saw you. Yeah, yeah. Now now I just have like you know the remnants of what of. Uh, Right. Of dysentery slash uh, scurvy. <laughs> scurvy. Yeah, scurvy. Uh, uh, yeah. That is rough. I know, but I'm here now and I'm glad because I missed this. So, yeah, I'm stoked. That's cool, man. Yeah. What about you? Um, uh, I went to, well, I had people over this weekend. That was pretty cool. Um, and it, actually yesterday I had my nephew, his wife, my nephew Marcus, his wife Stacy. And like my brother and sister or my sister and her husband showed up. My nieces showed up. Whoa, it was, man. it was, yeah, it was, yeah. it was, it was kind of like a, Hey, come check out the place yeah. type thing. And, um, my nephew stuck around and we were sitting outside. We had like a outdoor fire pit. Mm-hmm. We we're making s'mores. And all of a sudden we heard the unforgiven playing <laughs> like blaring. Yeah. And we realized what, what's going on here. Metallica's playing downtown at Petco. Mm-hmm. And my nephew's like, let's go. So we went. And we uh, we listened to Metallica. It was cool, man. It, it was cool because I've never heard them live. Yeah, and uh, and also I didn't pay to to, uh-huh. to go in there. To go in there. So it it was cool in that sense. It was and random, you know, one of those like random things. Yeah, let's just go. Yeah, and I heard some some songs. You yeah, know? yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, they played some music. Some played some instruments. Nice. I was imagining things. Yeah, like there was a solo happening, and I would just imagine like. Um, was it Hammett? Yeah, Kirk. Just, just fucking sitting there with like standing on a vent or like a giant fan oh, and okay. like his hair blowing yeah, yeah, yeah. up in, into the air. And he's yeah, just like, sleeveless, black tee. Right. Or like a vest. Yeah. Just like oh, a black okay. leather vest and yeah. like, yeah, all these necklaces Tight and rings. Pants. And uh-huh. yeah, I just imagined him like doing a solo 
Um, That's cool, just, man. Just imagining Lars like with like a headband, all sweaty and shit. Yeah, just standing imagining up, stuff. Probably. Huh? Standing up, probably. Oh, does he play standing up? Every once in a while, yeah. Really? What's that about? I'm sure it's an ego thing. Oh, so they could see him. Look at me. <clears throat> Yikes. I'm here, too. Oh. <laughs> Take that, Lars. Take that, dude. Get out of my city with your rock and roll or attitude. <laughs> I don't know. Rock and roller. <laughs> I don't know. Unwholesome rock activities. and or roll. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bring in the uh, dark elements yeah, to yeah. our town. Get that out of here. Yeah. To my beloved baseball field. I um I also had uh, a realization, or not not so much a realization, but a landmark slash benchmark slash monumental happening. Um, I'm officially an old man. Oh, there it is. So that happened this weekend, or since the last time I've seen you, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm officially an old man. What made you realize this? Um, I fell asleep sitting up. Oh, yeah. Uh, it never happened to me before. I, I'd see people do it, and I would think in my mind, like, isn't that, like, that must be such a wonderful thing, because I have to be laying in a bed with my pillows arranged in a certain way, mm-hmm. laying on a certain side with, like, white noise playing and just dead silence otherwise. It has to be a specific set of things, circumstance for me to, to achieve sleep. Yep. So for me to be sitting on the couch with my head back and my mouth open asleep, that was, that's never happened, dude. I mean, it's happened one, one other time, but I literally didn't sleep and we were driving to Arizona. Okay. So that's just your body going. That's just, that's it, dude. yeah. Uh-huh. Shutting down. So that's, that's a whole other thing. This was, uh, this was old man. I'm now an old man. What time was it? Do you remember? Uh, it was like eight o'clock. Oh yeah, dude. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't even late. And uh, TV on? Yeah. Um, YouTube. Marcy and I oh. have uh, recently rediscovered Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. It's on the Hulu. Yep. yep. And uh, it's the original Robert. Yeah, Stack. Robert Stack. Uh-huh. Yeah, the terrifying music. Yeah, yeah, it was a terrifying show, dude. It is terrifying. Yeah. Um, and so we've recently been watching that, and uh, I was watching that, and. Next thing I know, I'm like kind of semi-conscious and aware that my head is back and my mouth is open and I'm like asleep. I'm aware of it. So I'm like semi-conscious, you know, but, but I am but aware it yeah. that it happened. It and, happened. Um, Marcy's like, yeah, you were out for like an hour and a half. Ooh. I was like an hour and a half. I wake up. It's like 11. I'm like, no, that's not right. The math doesn't add up. Lost time. Maybe a abduction. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was, I was going to say it. Yeah. I didn't want to say it. Yeah, there's a phenomenon. Yeah. Of lost time. And <laughs> perhaps. Wormholes. No, it wasn't that late. I just wanted dude. to say wormholes. I, it was eight. So, yeah, it was like 930, actually. Okay. I'm okay. just exaggerating. But, um, but yeah, so that's it, man. It's over. I, I spent some time processing that and saying goodbye to my youth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. I was there at the Metallica concert with all the other viejones, all the other old folks. So that was part of it. I think that was all. Yeah, it was all know, in the same. Synergy. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well. There it is, man. How's so, it going, old man? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it could be better. It could be worse. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's yeah. a non-committal, that's, that's a non-committal old yeah. man answer. Yeah. Luckily, you have this uh, Coke you're drinking so you can stay awake during yes. this. Yes. Coke and, and uh, Snack House has provided us with... Uh, Diet Coke and, um, and uh, what are these called? He's grabbing the bag. There's no uh, name on them. <laughs> it actually says Duros de Arena. Oh, okay. They provided us with Duros 
the arena. Thank you, Snack House. Yeah, I don't know, dude. They're they're basically like little wheat chips that are in the shape of a circle. And I'm sure if you've seen like a guy selling ice cream in your neighborhood, you have seen people with these. Yeah. What the name of the? I've heard chicharrones de harina. Yeah, I guess. Mm, Ruedas. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Either either way, they're good. They're delicious. So thank you, Snack House. Thank you. And uh, and I started watching the Defiant ones, man. Oh, nice! What do you yeah, think, man? I I love it. Like you, you, you kind of oversold it. You built it up pretty big, and I have to say, man, it my expectations were pretty high. Mm-hmm. And despite all that, I was completely blown away by it. It's so good. I'm on the last episode. Right okay. Now. Oh yeah, that's yeah. The last, the third one is like super heavy because everyone's fucking dying yeah, everyone, and every, yeah. And, and the way it ended, we were just like damn and so we haven't gone back yeah. it was like we watched three of them in a row and then once the third one ended we just kind of took a break because that third one was kind of heavy but uh we'll f- probably finish it up maybe tomorrow that's cool i'm glad you're liking it man oh it's good yeah so good i was blown away by the parallels yeah that's it's crazy the way and then just the way that they kind of uh-huh. came together and the way that they the 90s i mean i we were there we lived all that but yep. just hearing it and seeing it from their perspective and the actual chaos that it was, you know, cause you're naive. You don't know yeah. the industry. You or I assume that part of it was kind of, you know, they encouraged it or they, it was marketing or no, nah, man, it was complete chaos. They were just letting them. And I see them. I'm speaking about Trent Reznor. Uh, yeah. Marilyn Manson, all, all the of creatives, them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tupac, Dre, all of them, and they just let them loose, and they let them do whatever they wanted, and it was complete chaos, man, complete chaos. So, I uh, I've been I've enjoyed it a lot. Cool, man. Thus far, and yeah. it just just the way he they both kind of started out, just very interesting. It's very interesting, and yeah, the fact man. that they're still like going at it, and you know, in their own very like much their own way, but they're still together doing their thing. It's uh, it's crazy, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. It takes a certain kind of talent or a certain type of person, I should say, that can work with another person for that long. For that long, yep. Yeah, and not have it break down. Because, yeah. you know, we were talking about this earlier about yep. ego. Ego always ruins everything, you know? Yeah. And somehow uh, they managed to keep it together. And phew, to say it's paying dividends would be a, <laughs> a, a lacking yeah, understatement. understatement. Yep, you know? for sure. So, yeah, I started watching that. Cool, man. And uh, I watched some football. You didn't watch any football? You're giving me a funny look. Oh, the Hall of Fame The game. Hall of Fame game, I man. was at work. It's I, back. I wanted to see it just because I, I, like, I like to know that it's back. But Right. Yeah. I, I turned it on for Gab? three or four plays. Is Gabbert? Yeah, Gabbing it up. Is he playing? For the Cardinals. For the Cardinals? Yeah. Oh, that traitor. Mm-hmm. Treachery and it is not tolerated here. <laughs> I don't Whatever. know, man. He, he'll, he won't do anything over there. You don't there think either. so? Nah. All his gabbing will be for nothing? Yeah, exactly. He'll gab okay. all he wants. So, yeah, football's back. You yeah. excited? I'm excited, dude. I, yesterday, Nate, I was talking to Nate, and uh, I pre-activated the Fantasy League. So I we're, saw that. Yeah, we're already said, in. welcome back. Uh-huh. We're getting yeah, ready for that, which is going to be a lot of fun and stress, unneeded stress, but I'm stoked for it. It makes the games more fun. It does. It does. Especially when your team, like our team, yeah, was in the toilet. Uh-huh. So, yeah, which brings me to my next point. Okay. So, I do you remember when this whole Chargers thing kind of went down? 
The move? The move. Yes, the I remember. Heartbreak, I the remember. breakup. Mm-hmm. And Sandy, the Chargers said, all right, San Diego, we're going to go now, and we're going to go to this. We found a new love, yeah, yeah. but we can still be friends. Exactly. It, essentially, the Chargers put San Diego in the friend zone. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, screw this, mm-hmm. screw the Chargers. Burning jerseys, throwing yeah, it was, it was merchandise away. That has softened. Mm-hmm. And now I'm starting to hear a lot of, well... I still want to watch them because there's my team and blah, 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 blah. And I was just curious, man. What's your take on, on San Diego fans being put in the friend zone and accepting that? Um, so I, you know, everything, I always put myself in my own shoes. If I was a charger fan, right. so I have to put myself in that, sh- in those shoes. I mean, um, and if they screwed over my city that bad, I would not support anything that they did. Right. So you'd be like, we can't be friends. Yeah. Like you turn your back do on, what you on do. the city. Like I'm going to move on yeah. with my life. Yeah. I'm going to sit here waiting for you to come back. No, no, I would, I would move on and I don't know, man. I mean, you know, the, the, I guess the closest person I have to, to kind of bounce ideas off is Alex, you know? Yep. And so far he's, he's just a wandering. He's just lost. He's a lost soul. soul. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. He doesn't know. Maybe he can watch the season of football without a team. I've hit, I've heard so many different reactions. Like I have some friends that are just f- furious. They're like, "Nope, done." And then I have some that are like in the middle. Like oh, I don't know. Like I don't I don't know if Alex is in the middle. Is he in the middle? No, he he's more on the no camp. Yeah, right? he's definitely on the on the screw you guys. And then I have some friends that are like, "Well, maybe I'll watch him. Maybe I won't." I have other friends that are like, "I'm gonna watch him, and here are the reasons, bullet points." Mm-hmm. And um, and I think it's an interesting thing. You know, I don't I don't necessarily like for me personally, I can't speak for anyone else. Yeah. But for me personally, I I would be like, screw them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not so much. I mean, I see the the benefits of them going to L.A. and how that worked out for San Diego in a sense of not having to buy a stadium and all of that. Um, but um, I just feel like that's such a rejection. That's such a betrayal and rejection to just be like, yeah, you've been loyal to us for yeah 47 Uh years or whatever it was but screw you guys we're going over here because there's more money over here yeah exactly and that's exactly what what i I can't get past that now that's not to say listeners that i'm casting judgment on you guys for Uh, whatever it is oh you are yeah i am but you know what i mean whatever (laughs) gets you through right yeah and 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 if you love football and you're going through this terrible thing this terrible breakup everyone's going to deal with it differently you know, some people are going to get angry. Some mm-hmm. people are going to rationalize the doormat thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know what? I teach their own. I, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. And I, worse than that, also, though, because I've thought about it, I don't think I could root for another team. Just pick another team out of a hat or whatever. I They're my B team. I can't. I wouldn't have my heart in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I've run in across the beat. Like, oh, I like this team too. I'm like, what? How does that work? How does that work? What you, do you feel what do when you, they win? Yeah, what what, what is that about? Do you feel about? good when like I've I've had friends that are like, well, I also like the Patriots. What? It's like what? Yeah. Like, do you feel good when they win? Does that do you feel like a part of that? I mean, I don't know. Fandom is a strange thing it to is. begin with, but um, I think you you form a bond with your team for yeah. X Y Z reason. That's why, and and like, I put myself in the in situ- obviously we're Niner fans here. Yep. Um, they, 
you know, they kind of did a similar thing. They left the city, the actual proper San yeah. Francisco, and went to Santa for Clara. Santa Clara, Silicon Valley. You know, so I'm not from San Francisco, but if I was from San Francisco, I'd be like, "What the heck, dude?" You know, but yeah, but that would be like the Chargers going to Chula I know, Vista. Chula Vista. I know, I get or Carlsbad it. Carlsbad or something. But it's you know what it, I mean. It's, it's still also, San Diego. But what 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 I guess would anger me is that it's a part of of what's going on in San Francisco, which is everyone's getting priced. All the locals, the the natives of San Francisco, all the weirdos, all the you know those people that have been there forever are getting priced out of their own city. Yeah, that is that sucks. By the yuppies and the techies and the googles, and it's like the Niners did it too. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. That kind of sucks. I know it's not it's not all the way exactly what the Chargers did here, but you know, that's kind of where we're lucky as well. Like if the Niners were like, okay, we're gonna be the city of industry, was yeah. one of the rumors back in the day. Uh huh. Then we'll we'll be like, okay, yeah, they're closer now. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh huh. Uh-huh. So we're not attached to the to San Francisco city, right? You we're know? attached to the team. To and the I, team. And I guess I could see San Diego fans that are attached to the yeah. team and not so much that they're the city, but it felt like such a such a fuck you to go from San Diego to LA. Yeah, dude, of course. You know what I mean? Because totally. LA is like big brother. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, we're me it's too. Like your, it's like your girl is like, I'm leaving you and I'm leaving you for your more attractive, more wealthy, bigger, whatever <laughs> best friend, uh-huh. like neighbor up the street that you get, you get to look at and envy and watch you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It just seems, it seems different in that sense, I guess. But, uh, it, I think it'll be interesting to watch that play out because I wonder how much of it is going to go the way that they think. It, you know what I mean? Because you could say, oh, screw them or, oh, I'm going to follow them still. Mm-hmm. But then once you actually see them on that field and you see Los Angeles yeah. Chargers, uh-huh. it's, it's, a different, it's a different animal at that yeah. point. It's, it's weird even just you know turning on NFL Network and they're like interviewing yeah, Philip Rivers and I'm like, Los Angeles Chargers? Yeah, when I see when, during the draft when it was like yeah. LA Chargers, uh-huh. I was like, ugh. It's weird. Gross. Gross. It doesn't feel right. Like they already have the crappy Rams. Like, do they, they need two crappy teams? I don't understand that too. That too yeah. Where it's like they either have to have no team. Sorry, Audi. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> sorry, Audi. Uh, they either have to have no team or two teams. There's no yeah. other option. No other option. For twenty something years, they had no team. That was fine. But as soon as they get another team, now there has to be two there. Just seems ridiculous. Yeah. And um, and obviously the Raiders are going to Vegas, so uh, Raider fans don't seem to care. They're no. just like, well, we'll take the abuse. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's okay. Yeah. And what a perfect town for a Raider. They fans. have an open relationship in Oakland. Yeah, they do. They yeah. definitely do. <laughs> you do your thing. Uh huh. So during my sickness that I was down with, um, had a lot of obviously laying around time. Yep. Um, listening to podcasts and watching. Uh, videos on youtube i think this was the tail end of comic con where i was sick oh yeah yeah that's right so i was catching up on just some stuff you know that came out of there that might have interested me might not um and one of the things was the stranger things to trailer yes now and i mean you you actually sent that to myself and alex uh, i did weeks ago i didn't see it then oh really you're just like screw this link yeah and then um okay then i was like all right let me watch this link so then I finally That's watched it. That's why I put it. it out there, man. One day you'll come back. Yeah, I always do. I always go back and I'm like, oh, did I miss anything? Um, so I watch it, right? And I'm watching it, and I'm watching it, and I'm watching it. Now, 
th- and this ties in with also Ready Player One. This, these are together. Okay. I, I think I know where you're going with this. So I'm watching. I watch that one as well, and I go, hmm, hmm. <laughs> this, this all feels like a marketing ploy to tickle my nostalgia bone, but it's not working. Now, the, the Ready Player One is a book. Obviously, all that content was written, and then they just applied it to uh, film, right? So you can, your eyeballs can enjoy all the cool characters and whatnot. But Stranger Things 2, it felt kind of gross to me because the first one <clears throat> I felt was so earnest, and it came from someone's good place. And it was just like a natural, it's in the 80s, and it's naturally in the 80s. This trailer feels like, hey, we're in the 80s. This is all in the 80s. Remember the 80s? You grew up in the 80s. 80s, 80s, 80s. I was like, what is happening, dude? Um, so, it, it, you know, obviously we're in that age that we're being marketed to, like, directly from our own generation is marketing at us, you know? Um, and I, I don't, I just don't like it. I don't, I'm not excited for this season. I'm not excited for it because of, it's just they threw everything, everything at me. And it's like, you really, all you had to do was just put a teaser and I would have been stoked on it. Right. But you had to throw in Michael Jackson. Mm. You had to throw in um, Dragon's Lair. You had to throw in Ghostbusters. You had to throw in that they were in our arcade. Like, oh, dude, calm down. I know what time period this takes place. Right. The first one, like you said, it, it felt so subtle and natural. And you could see the influences, although they weren't shoved down your throat. John Carpenter, yeah. Steven Spielberg. You could see the influences of that, the thing. Um, this trailer, it did feel very contrived, manufactured. Mm-hmm. And um, although I am still excited for the season, the trailer made me nervous. Yeah, and, and I know like trailers are born out of marketing. They're not born from the filmmaker, the writer, the director. They're not born. They're not, that's not where they're made. You know, Trailers are made right. in the marketing room. And... I get it, but man, like it just turned me off. You know, it turned me off. Are you still gonna watch it? I'm probably. I probably will be forced to watch it. Right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say forced, but like you know, I, I'll watch it because it's. I want to see. Right. Like, is is this a cash in now, or are you gonna make uh you know some good content? Yeah, because it could be that the commercials that or not the, trailer the trailer is that way, and it the show is not that way at all. It could be just like the first season yeah. where it has that i don't know we talked about this with the coco thing where it just feels right or it feels wrong Mm -hmm. the trailer felt a little wrong Mm -hmm. the show in season one felt so right hopefully season two is right but i get exactly what you're saying i felt that way with the ready player one as well i felt that way with a lot of things there's been commercials even and i know we've talked about this in the past there was a commercial with like ghostbusters back to the future it had like five different references and i get it we're the age group that's the key core demographic right now and i understand that but at the same time it you can't do too much fan service because then it loses its meaning there's no poignancy if it's just being thrown at us Mm -hmm. that way just in this mass of of just crap being thrown at you there's no substance to that there's no texture yeah it's just sugar it's just yeah like here bubble gum here you go Uh and um I mean, we'll see what happens. It, maybe that appeals to people. Maybe we could get some answers from, from our, our listeners here. 
Do you guys feel that way? I mean, do you feel like they're overdoing it? Are they over overselling us with this 80s nostalgia? Or do you like it? I'd, I'd, I'd like to get to other takes on yeah. it. I really would because I, I like it, but I am now concerned. And, and between the, those two things, I was concerned with both. I mean, obviously the book, I didn't have any connection to it the same way with Stranger Things, whereas Stranger Things, I do have a connection to it and that I really enjoyed the first season. Really, really enjoyed it because it was so accurate. As someone who grew up in the 80s, I watched that and I was like, they nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. And then I watched the trailer and I went, that's Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. Where they didn't nail it. They're just putting on neon clothes and giving you references. That's not nailing it. You know what I mean? It's not that way. Yeah. Not all of us like Michael Jackson. That's right. <laughs> I always forget, man. You're not a big fan. No. Like, so when, you know, Vincent Price, he's not from the 80s. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, so when that voice came on, I was like, oh, cool, Vincent Price. But then I was like. I don't give a crap about Thriller, dude. No. I don't care about Thriller. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and obviously it's a trailer, so you're going to go for the mass. Right. And that's fine, but... They want to hook everybody. Yeah, yeah. As many but, people as but possible. But it was just like, it was just like, dude, here's, you know, here, here's this product. But it's a product now. It's not art. Right. You know? It's, um, it's a formula now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, hope not. Right, the trailer was a formula, but the, maybe the, the trailer show definitely be. was. Yeah. and and same with the player one. So, are you going to watch that? Are you excited? Did you read no, the book? No, player one. No, I don't. I'm not excited. No, no, no interest in it. It seems like it's a lot of eye candy. Yeah, but yeah. I'll probably watch it. What maybe not at the theater. Adam Sandler pixels. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. See that? It looks exactly the same to me. Like exactly the same. Exactly the same. Oh, it's like, I, hey, let's get all these characters from this thing, and then let's go do this thing. That's there's there's two plots of both movies. <laughs> That's Did good. you watch Pixels? <laughs> no. Oh God. Yeah, I, I won't. Wa- I won't watch anything Adam Sandler has made in no. like the last ten well, years. Yeah. I think Grown Ups was the last one that I watched, yeah. Yeah. and it was because other people were watching it, and I was like, "This is bad. I'm not watching this." I tuned out. Yeah, he's on doing Netflix stuff now. So yeah, he's all over. Who knows? Netflix. He, who knows? Like, I wonder if 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 that leads to him being. Like, it would appear not. No. No, it's the same. I think he's d- disconnected from reality to the point where. It's just that happens. But, you know, people like it, though. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we're a bit snobby. You know, we, we represent a different point of view. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely do. But like on the other yeah. hand, like I like I don't want to say like higher taste, but no, like, no, it's yeah. not at all because I love Joe Dirt. Oh, OK. And some that's people don't think that's like, you know, like whatever. I, I think that's hilarious. But I like I lowbrow. That's like that kind of humor. But it's, yeah. it's almost like it's lower brow. It, well, it's it feels like lowbrow with no effort. Mass brow. With no craft, with no, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. You watch a movie like Happy Gilmore. Yeah, there's cr- there's definitely it's craft. It's like yeah, man. Mm-hmm. There's there's something there. You could you could see the difference between Happy Gilmore and like what's the one where he's like a gay guy, the gay guy. Oh God, yeah. Or like when he plays his sister. <laughs> or Zohan. Oh no, is that yeah, Zoh- Zohan. yeah Zohan? All of those. Yeah. They just felt so contrived. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay, well, our demographics show that there's. Uh, blah, 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 because of Borat, this is popular. So let's go with this, you know, guy with an accent. Yeah, guy with an accent. It, it felt like that. The Zohan movie felt like that to me. Like like Borat came out, blew everyone away, and they're like, "We want our version. Let's have Adam Sandler make it." Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know Hollywood. Yeah. 
Ball's in your court, Hollywood. Yeah, seriously. Burden of proof is on you, even though we're <laughs> the ones making the statements. That's yeah. how it works on this podcast. That's how it works. That's how it works. But yeah, let us know what you think about Ready Player One, if you haven't seen that trailer. And Stranger Things 2. Stranger Things 2, brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> brought to you by the 80s. Brought to you by Pizza Hut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but this suddenly came to me. I forgot to bring this up when we were talking about the week slash weekend. Uh, last Friday, the paleta guy, mm-hmm. the ice cream man, came walking up with his little cart. And I went out there and I bought some of these snack house delicious chips. Mm. And um, there was these kids in a car and they were parked right in front of us. And so I'm buying ice cream in front of these kids and he's, they have these eyes, these three kids. It's, okay. it's a girl and two boys. And they have this look on their eyes like, oh, we want ice cream. And I'm like, you guys want some ice cream? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I felt like such a hero. Oh, yeah. Right? Dude. Yeah. And so I'm buying them. I bought them. And I'm like, what am I going to get them? And the guy's like, just give them like yeah. fresa. Yeah, you know, yeah, like no, strawberry cream paletas. Mm-hmm. So I gave the three kids or the, the guy went up to him. I paid for it. Yeah, the, the guy. The, guy the ice cream man went and took it to him because otherwise it would be weird. Yes. And uh, you're not qualified the, to give children ice cream. I'm not. No, no. you're not the paletero. But go ahead. Nope. And uh, one of the kids starts crying and he's like, no, I don't want this. I want Ninja Turtles. (laughs) You know, what's funny. The ice cream guy made the exact same face you made. He looked at me like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm -hmm. And I looked at him like like stunned. Right. I went from hero to like loser. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't get the Ninja Turtle one. So I'm like. I'm like, if you don't want it, I give it to someone else yeah. or I'll eat it or I'll throw it out of yeah. a car. Yeah. I'll find some use Flush for it. Flush it down the toilet. Mm-hmm. Blow it up. Mm-hmm. And um, so he gets out of the car and he's like, no, I'll take it. And he goes into the, his parents are in one of these, yeah, one of these uh-huh. establishments. And he comes out and his mom comes out. And his, I see his mom walk across and I'm like, what's going on? I'm already in here enjoying my snack yeah. house chips, right? Yep. Mm. And um, I see the kid walking back, like drying his tears with his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ice cream. Wow. Mm-hmm. Buy me the damn Ninja Turtles ice cream, mom. Dude, I, I, felt, I felt all these horrible things. <laughs> it, was like, it was such a deflating ex- experience. So what's the lesson you learned here, Rick? Don't ever do that again. Yep. Yeah. I could have just... Ate my chips, and it, you know what I mean? My day wouldn't have been ruined by that kid. Yep. And, uh, yeah, man. I, I just thought of myself as a kid. You know, when you're standing there, and the guy, the like, you're not getting ice cream. Everyone's getting Dude, ice cream. Dude, e- every single time the ice cream man would come into, and I'm sure, our, our neighborhoods, it was just like, like, man, this is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, am I going to be able to buy some or not? Yeah. So, yes, that feeling. is horrible, yeah. It is. So I, I, I get it. And screw that little kid. <laughs> Dude, I had to I had to bring it up because I was like, oh, you're going to love this. And, and I'm a per- you know, don't get me wrong. Like I have um, very specific tastes. Like if you gave me a fresa. If, but if I was a kid, like I have to put myself in that situation. Like maybe I didn't like it, but I, I definitely have been raised well enough to, to not to know not to do that. Never look a gift horse That's, in the mouth. There you go. Uh huh. There you go. There's a reason. That's a teach your kids. If, if some strange man <laughs> buys them an ice cream, <laughs> you must accept it wholeheartedly yep. and happily. Yep. Yep. 
None of this. I want Ninja Turtles. No, no Ninja Turtles for you. Mm. So yeah, lesson learned. Lesson learned. All right, we got some questions. I know we're backed up from my illness. Mm-hmm. So backed we're up. I like it. I'm backed up. Huh? Wh- which brings me to my fav- one of my favorite Mexican words of all time. Let's hear it. I'm sorry. We'll go to questions right now. Nope. Tapado. Oh, estoy tapado. Estoy tapado. Yeah. It just there's no English equivalent. Yeah. Backed up doesn't. No, it doesn't do it justice. No way. It is uh, tapado. Um, Nino has a two-parter. Yep. First part. Last few times you've discussed movies you like slash love. Were there any movies that you thought were going to be good but turned out to be trash? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have, I have quite a few. I don't know if trash is the right word. Um, well, actually, there were a few that were trash. So since we're, we're, we're going with trash, I'm going to go with the ones I thought were trash. Let's hear the trash. Street Fighter. Yo, yeah. God. One of my favorite top five video games of all time. Games that I put the most time into, the most years of, I'll go back and just play it. Street Fighter 2. Defined a generation, defined a genre. And then they made a movie. And then they said, uh, it's going to have Jean-Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. who could do no wrong at that Yo, time. Oh, yeah, he was on fire. I mean, he was on fire. And, uh, and he's going to play Guile, which I thought was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is he playing Guile? Okay. And, uh, and the movie was crap. It was disappointing. It was so garbage. Our friend Raul Julia. Yeah, Raul Julia. In his last. It, that was film. his last film. Yep. Oh, what is it? What is that about? Um, yeah, he was great as Gomez. Yeah, Gomez Adams. If you don't know, he made that film. I think. Well, him and Angelica Houston, and yeah. I mean, all the performances, all the performances were, good, were good. But and he really. Mm-hmm. I mean, he put some gusto into that one. He was great. Like, if you saw him walking down the street as Gomez Adams, you would think that's just Gomez Adams. Yep. That's how good it was. He embodied yes. the character. But let's go back to Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, that was just terrible, man. I mean, God, right? Did you go watch it at the theater? I didn't watch it at the theater. Me either. Thank God. Um, but but I, I, I did watch it, and I was like, whoa. Especially, I forget if Mortal Kombat came out after or before. I don't remember. But I, as... I think Mortal Kombat did a better job of capturing the game. Yeah. You yeah. Know. It at least was entertaining, entertaining. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. it, it connected. Yeah. I recently watched it with some buddies and we were laughing the whole time yeah, at dude. how cheesy it was. But at the time when it came out, it was the best video game movie that mm-hmm. had ever been made. I mean, unless I'm wrong, unless someone can correct me on that. I can't no, think of a better one. That Mario Brothers one was not good. Oh, that was bad, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I watched uh, The Gaming Historian has a documentary mm-hmm. on the production troubles with that film. Oh, okay. So if anyone's interested, check that out. Gaming Historian's amazing. YouTube. Yep. He has a DVD as well. Okay, very good. So I recommend that. Nice. But yeah, Mario Brothers was bad. And uh, Mortal Kombat was okay. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil was good, but that was later. Yeah, way later. And um, so yeah, Street Fighter was supposed to be great and it was a trash trash Uh complete disappointment yeah that was bad so that one's on the list for me yeah yeah um one one that that because i don't have a list i kind of just have have been uh playing it by ear here Mm -hmm. but it just popped into my head we actually talked about it um uh wow it just the episode two star wars episode two which is titled attack of the clones Uh uh-huh attack of the clones that's correct yes attack of the clones because um yeah, 
the, now obviously there's gonna be a lot of people saying those three were complete garbage but whatever i don't mind phantom menace really don't mind it okay and 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 episode three um Re- revenge i don't know what it's called revenge anymore. of the sith yeah i i can watch that one really yeah i can watch it no problem no problem no problem i could watch it but episode two man that supposed love story that was, was supposed to be centered around this love story it just sucked it was bad. It was bad, uh, bad directing. Bad writing. Bad writing. Bad, bad acting. acting. You, ha- you have an <laughs> Academy, trifecta. a future Academy Award winner in, in Natalie Portman, and you just get a deadpan performance. And you can't even blame like the blue screen or green screen or whatever because they were like an actual, yeah, New real, Zealand or whatever. Yeah, they yep. were on a real place. Yep. And you want to kind of blame Hayden Christensen because everyone does. Yeah. But. Honestly, the writing was horrible. It was George Lucas. Yeah, it was Lucas's fault. I blame him. Yeah, there, in the bonus features of, of one of the three episodes, there's a, there's a bonus scene. Uh, or, I mean, a behind-the-scenes, I'm sorry, behind-the-scenes documentary where um, they're setting up the, the shot, right? Mm-hmm. And then they call George Lucas in out of his trailer, and he, goes, he's, he sits on his chair, looks at the framing and whatnot, and goes, all right, and then walks away. Whoa. So then they presumably shot that scene... Without the director present. So that's how he directs. That's how he directs. Yep. Whoa. I know. So that's that. I mean, obviously that shows you that the trilogy was trash, but here there's a shining example of trash. I kind of felt like the, I have episode one. It's top of my list. Uh-huh. As you can see, it's the very first movie. But I almost felt like that was the easy answer because everyone was disappointed by it. The it's the most disappointing film, period. A disappointing period for period. sure. Period. Yes. Yep. Statistically, yep. Ninety percent of the population will agree with me. And as you know, fifty percent of all statistics are made up on the spot. Twenty percent of all people know this. Mm-hmm. But episode one is the most disappointing film of all time. I, I I think that goes without saying. And this is um your number one source for statistics. Yes. yes. Saying it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, yeah, disappointing. Because think about it, right? It's the same thing, the nostalgia thing. Yeah. Was this was this born in a nostalgia pool? It it was, but you know what? It wasn't in in some ways too, because it did. Those movies didn't feel like Star Wars films. Aside like, from the lightsabers, like tacked and, on. Well, I, I just mean the locations, the technology, mm-hmm. the ships, everything. It just didn't. It felt like a different universe. And it was a prequel, but everything looked nicer and cleaner. Yeah, and yeah. The whole, the whole, you know, like, um, what's R two D two? Yeah, you can fly all of a sudden. Yeah, you can fly and slapstick. Yeah, and, uh-huh. yeah. It was, it, but I, I almost, I didn't want to say that one first, just because it's everyone's pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, who? But, it, but like, you, like we said here, it, it is statistically the most disappointing film of period. all time. Yeah, period. Cool. What else you got there? Uh, Rocky Five. Was Is disappointing that, that to was me. The, that was with that kid. What's yeah, it was his son. The son. His son was in it. Yeah, who's who's now dead? Well, wait, no. This is this is the blonde guy the, when they find the street. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That one. Okay, that was Tommy okay. Morrison. Yes, thank he played you. Tommy Gunn. Thank you, Tommy Gunn. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, and it also had the Don King character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only in America, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think Lucius was oh, that's the Simpsons. Simpsons guy. Yeah. yeah, Lucius, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, after coming off the. The Heels of Rocky Four, which was an amazing Vince DiCola scored uh, montage laden 
USA anti-communist yeah, propaganda yeah. film, which was also entertaining and awesome. It is. It inca- that movie encapsulates the 80s. You want mm-hmm. a, a real 80s encapsulation, watch that movie. Uh, I loved Rocky IV it, for a long time until I, I knew what a good film was. That was my favorite Rocky film. Well, yeah, dude, it was like, like we're, you know, how old were we? Eight. Yeah. So that was seven. That was straight up good guy versus bad guy. Yep. And it was and and he did an amazing job of being the bad guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ivan Drago. Yep. It was perfect. And and then he also had this kind of redemption to him at the end where it was like he wasn't all that bad. It was kind of the people, the people around, around him, him that were bad. Mm-hmm. And that was a cool twist, I always felt, because he wasn't just pure evil. You know, he was he was just a guy trying to fight for his country or make make it you know at the time they're like they don't even have toilet paper in Russia. you know the yeah, stories yeah, you would hear uh-huh. uh, so you're, it's you're kind of seeing it from the perspective of he's just doing what he has to do mm-hmm. right or shoot him <laughs> yeah yeah and um but rocky five rocky five was disappointing trash. As hell. yeah that was that was trash that movie's garbage it should be removed uh it, it should be removed from all i mean part fives in general are bad Name me a good part five. Star Trek five was bad too. That's uh, that. Episode two is also a part five. It is. It is a part five. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Part fives are pretty bad, uh, without exception. I I would think. Hey, if you could name a good part five, let us know. You yeah, know where please. To find us. Yeah, exactly. What else um, we got? I also have Made, the movie Made. Have you ever heard of that film? Okay, well I love the movie memory. Swingers, oh, which is yeah, John yeah. Favreau, Vince yeah, yeah. Vaughn. I I saw that movie when I was a kid. My Older cousin Elias again was oh, in college. Elias. He was in college at the time. This was like an indie film, and he loved it. It was yeah. about the LA scene, which he was a part of, going to UCLA. And he showed me this movie. I fell in love with it. No one knew who Vince Vaughn was. No mm-hmm. one knew who where John Favreau were at yeah. the time. And I thought it was the greatest movie ever. And uh, it, it it influenced me in ways that I cannot even express. But they made a movie follow-up to that. It, it isn't connected to it in the sense that they're different characters, okay. but it also has Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, and it's called Made. And I was very, very disappointed by that film. In fact, so disappointed that I can't even watch it now without wow. just getting upset and turning, it, turning off. it off. Yeah, because of how the sheer disappointment comes back to me. You know, when you like, like I don't know, the, the best analogy I can think of is one day I, I, I drank too much tequila and I puked it up. And then now when I smell tequila, it brings back that sensation of disgust. Well, it's like tr- you're traumatized. Yeah. 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 yeah, there's, yeah. There's, uh-huh. a, there's a trigger there. So yeah, okay. whenever I watch Made, I, wow. I get nauseous. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, my God. That's Trash. Trash. And I already said Star Trek Five, so that's there. Trash. And now that we're talking about Star Trek, Star Trek Into Darkness was the, so disappointing. Is that the second of the, the reboot? The second of the reboot. Yeah I, didn't, yeah, I didn't watch it. Don't watch no, it. I don't want to. That was so bad. And... The first one of the reboots, although it was mass consumption, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was good. It was enjoyable. Yeah, I hear that. It was good. Uh, the second one was just, uh, I can't, I just, I don't want to spoil it for you, but you're never going to watch it I'm anyway. Watch okay. It. They rehashed the Wrath of Khan. Oh, really? Yes, they did. They actually rehashed, complete with, with Khan. Khan. Jeez. Dude, I'm not even joking. Yeah, when that ha- I was just Wait, like. The, now the JJ direct this one as well. Uh, no, I don't think he did, but I he Producer. might have. I think he might. Should I go to the research center? Research center here in the studio bunker must be. Uh, yeah, this is a time for the research center. If ever there was a time, it's. Now. And this film is titled 
Star Trek Into Darkness. And and what sucks is uh, Benedict uh, Arnold <laughs> Cumberbatch or Cumberbatch is is a great actor, and I feel like he was kind of wasted. And I mean, he did a good job as Khan, but he could have been anybody. He could have been some fucking scientist. He could have <laughs> he could have just named him something else, and he would have been an awesome villain. Gotcha. But the fact that they turned him into Khan doesn't make sense. A because Ricardo Montalban. A different accents. Yeah, they yeah. look different. Just it didn't. I okay. Yeah, I don't understand. Got some uh, facts. Got some research back mm. from the research center, and J.J. Abrams directed it. I yeah, I thought he did. I thought the 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 third one, the most recent one, is, is the one he didn't direct. Okay. Which and now this is a very interesting connection because, um, and this kind of goes in hand with the nostalgia, and S- S- Star Wars, is J.J. also. Uh, directed episode seven, mm-hmm. which is a rehash of episode, episode four. four yeah. Which is a rehash of Wrath of Khan, which is Into Darkness. Yeah. It's like, dude. JJ, come on now. Come on, JJ. Like, he's for a minute. Oh, you know. Because he's Super 8. Have you ever seen Super 8? Dude. That movie's amazing. Amazing. And yeah, he took Spielberg yes, uh-huh, he and Goonies and all of that, and he kind of borrowed it. But he made it his own thing. Yep. Missed the mark on with Star Trek and Star Wars in that regard. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that those were that was a huge disappointment to me. All right, so it. Into Darkness, garbage, putting you in the trash can. Uh, Spectre, which Bond. was the yeah the latest Bond film uh, after coming off of, uh, it's a, it almost seems like every other one is bad, but okay. Spectre they had built up basically the entire Daniel Craig era mm-hmm. was centered around Spectre. They were kind of moving, moving in the shadows, yeah, okay. pulling the strings, making things happen. Quantum of Solace, Casino Royale, Skyfall, and then Spectre. They all were connected and interwoven with Spectre somehow. They were a part of it. Mm-hmm. And Spectre was a complete disappointment. After set, using four or three films to set yep. up and now having the fourth film deal with it. So four films about this organization... And then it was a complete letdown to me. Just I just, and, and they had uh, Chris, Christoph Waltz playing the main villain. So it's like, this should be amazing. This should be great. But and this, here's this, here brings, this is the point, is you need the director. You need the right director to direct the performance out of this person. I wonder if it's my expectations, though. But no, because they, they get met all the time. I don't feel like I'm a harsh critic, dude. I feel like I, I, I'm easily impressed and amused, as long as it's not... Hot garbage. Yeah, okay. I, you know can, what I, mean? I can agree with that statement. And now for the, the lesser... The, I wouldn't consider these movies... Oh, actually, before we get on to the not considered garbage, okay. the Pirates of the Caribbean films. The first one was not hot garbage. It was actually entertaining and fun and enjoyable. Well, and also the fact that they... That's a ride. But the first film was good, though. No, no, but I'm telling you, the fact that they pulled this, th- this movie out of a ride... Is an accomplishment. It is. It is. So kudos, but yeah. then you make eight of them. Right. Or whatever. Well, dude, even the second one, I went to the theater to watch the second one, and it was so bad. And I was like, oh, I got that feeling, that sinking feeling when yeah. you're watching. And, and you're going, maybe it'll get good. Maybe it'll get good. Maybe <laughs> it'll get good. You're kind of right. waiting for it to get good, and it just never does. Yeah, the Pirates movies. I didn't watch all of the third one because uh, I watched it like at my brother-in-law's house or something, but... I was just tuning in and out, but I watched the second one in the theater and I was terribly disappointed. 
terribly disappointed. Right, trash for you. Trash, garbage. So now uh, I'm moving on to disappointing but not quite trash tier. Oh, wait. One last one. One last one. Okay. The Hangover 2. Didn't. You didn't watch any didn't of those? Watch okay, it. see, we're I talking about lowbrow. I, I, I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, one, yeah. Vegas. Yeah, I yeah. love Vegas. Oh, and we, been, know, we all know that, Rick. I know. And uh, <laughs> I love uh, the director. I can't remember his name, but I love his films. Oh, Todd. Um, yeah, like I liked the old school. I, it's lowbrow, yeah, yeah. and I, it's, it's dumb, but I love those movies. And um, The Hangover 2 was it, thoroughly disappointing. Okay. It was so bad. That one's garbage. garbage. And now Gosh. to disappointing, but not garbage okay for me uh the final harry potter film i know i'm gonna catch i have to step away so i'm gonna catch some shit for this i know i am but after reading the books and everything and watching all those films i was ready for the the movies and they were so good all the movies were so good well after everything after three is amazing the first two are a bit kitty but after that they're great and um Half-Blood Prince, in particular, was really, really good. Three was really good. Uh, five, oh, amazing films for me. I love those movies. And then they finish it with a two-parter, which the first part was pretty good, but then the second part, it just felt very anticlimactic. It didn't, it just didn't, it's not garbage at all, but I was super disappointed with the way it, they ended the, the series. I felt like it deserved more than that. So, yeah. That's that I can't one. chime in here because I've never seen any of them, nor do I want to. We're going to talk about that another time. We're good. Uh, and then the other disappointment for me was The Hobbit. Thank you. I was, this is where I can chime in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I. Um, it's not a complete fire. N- no. Tra- trash fire. No, but it's it, not. It is disappointing. It, it was. Yeah. And I, I was initially disappointed by the fact that they decided to make it into three films. Oh, dude. Come on, man. And then, And then... Like what pisses me off is you don't do that for um, um, re- return, like the the final book. Right. That's w- that's where that should have been two parts, mm-hmm. right or three even. I yeah, guess it was. But you make that into three parts. The Hobbit is not a three film no story. You're digging. You're scra- scraping the barrel for a story. Yeah, you're you're taking a piece of butter and spreading it over too much toast. You hear that, people? That's exactly what that is. You know that's that a trilogy. Re- you know that's a reference, right? No, okay. I'm referencing uh, Bilbo Baggins saying that in the Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Where he feels like a piece. Of, okay. Yes. Anyway, I shouldn't have. Nerd I shouldn't have, expla- I shouldn't have explained that. Someone would have caught it and been like, oh. "Okay, sorry." Uh, yeah. So the Hobbit, very disappointing to me. Not not garbage by any means, but um, disappointing. I, I need to see the other two, but I, I, I just the disappointment. It's too much. I can't get past it. I watched that. I watched the second one, and I was like, mm, I'm not watching Done. the third Okay, yeah, then maybe I won't. Yeah, you, you don't need to bother. <laughs> I'll just go watch Lord of the Rings Extended Edition yes, Blu-ray there you go. one more time. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so that's it for me. That's my list. You got anything there? No. So let's go on to the next question. <laughs> Music? Which is, No, no. He's a two-part question. Oh. Although you guys are like the rest of us and are fed up with remakes, are there any movies that had a good premise, but the execution missed the mark? And possibly deserve a remake. Oh, so like a movie that came out but should be remade in a better in way. In a better way. Oh, I didn't think about this. Did you? Did you think about no, this? No, I mean, the only the only one that comes to mind is a book that I adore called 1984. Um, they made a, bo- a movie out of it. And I remember uh, in the early days of Netflix, 
like streaming seeing it there i was like oh what is this and i asked my brother i was like dude is this film any good and he's like no <laughs> and i was like oh i guess i gotta see it for myself wow so why even ask so then so then i play i watched it and i was like yeah this was this was trash and after soon after the, the story behind it is the family of the author was so disappointed in it that they were they they then held the license and were like we're never giving anyone the license to do anything with this book ever again. That is awesome. Yep. So then David Bowie approached him and was like, "Hey, I'm writing this album about 1984, and I need the license." And they're like, "Nope." Wow. So if you listen to Diamond Dogs, that's that album. Um, there's a song called 1984. Obviously, they can't you know really copyright that. There's a song called 1984, but there's tons of references to that book. Um, on that album, a mediocre album, but it's still it's still Bowie. Um, <laughs> well, mediocre, Bo- mediocre Bowie, Bowie is, is better still, than yeah. Taylor Swift. So, um, yeah. So the family just locked that thing down, and I've, I've, there's been rumors of like people like Spielberg, you know, um, Kubrick, even like saying really? hey, and they're like, nope. Wow. Uh huh. So I don't know if, if if you've read that book or if anybody out there has read that book. I think. In the right hands, it would pretty be a pretty rad movie. Hmm. So that's the only one that really comes to mind. Um, they for some reason they did Total Recall and RoboCop, and Point Break, and Point Break. I love the original Point Break. Yes, it didn't need to be remade. Um, but none come to mind for you? No, not really. Um, I don't like remakes, so. I'm trying to think of something that missed the mark. I guess any of these movies that I listed missed the mark. Maybe Street Fighter 2. Okay. Take yeah. another crack at that. Or you could just watch Bloodsport. There you <laughs> instead. go. Instead. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, Capcom even said that they, uh, they were inspired by Bloodsport when they made Street Fighter. So just watch that. All right. Okay, USA. Okay, USA. Uh, Nino, thank you for your two-parter there. Wait, there was music though, right? Didn't he say this movies is, and music? No, man. Is it just movies? You're mixing up. Maria's question. Oh, sorry, Maria. I'm exactly. Sorry. She's going to be mad at you, man. Maria, it wasn't my fault. It's she my, wrote, I take it. It's my she fault. wrote, what albums, if any, do you anticipate to be amazing but left you underwhelmed? I know you got some, dude. <laughs> no, you don't? Okay, I'll go then. I have a list. Go. So um, I'm going to go first with Depeche Mode, Sounds of the Universe. I am a Depeche Mode fan. I like Depeche Mode. And I loved playing the angel. And so I was super hyped for Sounds of the Universe. And then it came out and put me in a coma. Oh. It was bad. Very disappointed in that album. I was so, so disappointed. And I, I could feel Maria nodding and saying, yes, that, that album was... Or, or she didn't even listen to it because someone told her it sucked. Hopefully it was me. <laughs> but that album really disappointed me. Um, Guns N' Roses, Spaghetti, Incident. I found that very disappointing. Although, if you listen to Use Your Illusion, you could see the cracks there. Or you could hear the cracks. Well, but I have to... Interject. I have to interject it, because those are, those are covers. Now, they're terrible covers. They're terrible, man. But as, a, as someone that was probably hot off the um, Appetite right, train and, and, and Use Your Illusions, you're probably like ready for that. You're ready for more GNR. Yeah, and I was then, disappointed. Yeah, yeah, and then that happens. Yeah, yeah. They also they they picked. I don't know, man. I think I think they did a good job of picking what songs to cover because they definitely you could tell that's that's what influenced them. But the 
there's no soul in them. So I, I, I would agree with you. And, and also, I, I should probably say that uh, I was a kid and I didn't know they were covers. Yeah, I, so just knew, I just knew the album sucked. Uh-huh. So, yeah, November Rain wasn't on it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> even my kidding. favorite song. I'm just kidding, dude. Okay, so those two. Um, and also, uh, I used to really like Offspring, mm-hmm. uh, Smash, Ignition, mm-hmm. Ixnay. Those three albums, I think, are fantastic. What? What's that? No, I I, hit, I bumped something. Oh, okay. I thought you made a... Eh. No, I, I, I will never, ever deny Those Ignition three albums? and Smash. Oh, you didn't like Ixnay? Yeah. Ixnay was good, dude. Right. Yeah, it, but the album after that was Americana. Yeah, yeah, I know. And they became the offspring we know today. Uh-huh. Pretty Fly for a White Guy was on that. I remember the video, the new offspring video. That song came on and, and dude, my heart broke. I'm like, oh, this is over. And now when I hear people say things like, I don't like Offspring or Offspring sucks or I hate Offspring, they're usually thinking about post-Americana and afterwards crap that got shoved. And, and, and it, it really did feel like it, uh, MTV, almost said HBO, MTV <laughs> was shoving it down people's throats. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the Research Center. Nice. And I want to see who produced that record. Oh, that, that's interesting. Yes. But dude, Ixnay's... I don't know, man. I, it has, uh, to me, it stands. I know Smash was just it. And Ignition was like on the way there. And Smash was like the peak. But I feel like Ignition and Ixnay were on the s- different ends of that peak. Okay. So like Smash is the peak. Ignition was on the way up. And Ixnay was clearly on the way down. But, you know, right uh, behind may, Smash. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know, I'm older now. Like, I'll listen to it now and see what, what like you're Meaning of about. life. Um, like one of those records well the, the song meaning of life oh, meaning is of really life. good okay, I'm um i'm trying to think of a um the, i can't think of i'll the give name it a listen it. man yes um so dave jardin i've never heard of him uh he developed his engineering s- and mixing skills with um talking heads david byrne frank zappa mick jagger and the stones um as far as producing jane's addiction allison chains Wow, that's a good pedigree. That's a good freaking resume uh, there. Fishbone, Anthrax, Social D. What Social D album R-H-C-P, did he do? RHCP, also known as the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What Social D album? Grown. Asks. Self-titled. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that you know what? That album is... That is a good album. Self-titled is a good album. The songs on it are good. I've never... Never liked the production on that album. I'm sorry. I'm looking up the track listing because I can't really. Okay, here we go. I've never liked. I've always thought that the the songs on self-titled Social Distortion are great. Yeah, that's a good album. But that's a solid one. the sound of it is not good compared to like Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell, which is right after that. It doesn't sound as good. Well, so there you go, man. This it is was uh, him. This is Dave Jardin's fault. Um, he also went on to produce. Um, man, he really nothing. Oh, he did Ixnay. Did he do Ixnay? Ixnay sounds great. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, so that's uh, Dave. that's him. Damn you, Dave. Well, yeah, but I it, maybe it wasn't his fault. Maybe it was Offspring. Maybe they just said, "Fuck it, we're gonna give the masses." This album, this pretty fly for a white guy. And then, like you said, MTV did a great job of shoving it. Yeah, here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Take that. And uh, I got one more for you. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I I just, 
I deserve what I got for this. Okay, uh-huh. Sublime with Rome. And and let me let me uh, uh-huh. preface this. <laughs> preface this. Um, the single "Panic" that was released before the album came out was fantastic. It sounded pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. Okay. And it got me hyped for the album. And then the rest of the album sounds nothing like that single. So the single actually sounded like Sublime. I'm like, holy shit. It's not Bradley, but they kind of sound like Sublime. It sounds like them. It, are you, are you going to play it? No, I'm going to look up the writing credits. Oh, okay. Well, it was, it was Rome, I think. Um, the rest of the album, <sighs> disappointing. And what, Paul, Paul Leary produced that one. Paul Leary, uh, Butthole Surfer's yep. Paul Leary. Uh, and so he's... he's what, what was that look? Like, why, what, is he, what was he doing? Why was he producing that album? The reason Paul Leary was producing that is because he produced self-titled Sublime. Yeah, so they were just trying to like recapture as much. Yep, Ugh. as many of the players yeah. involved. Because it had the drummer, the bass player, yeah, yeah. and the producer. And the producer. But not the singer-songwriter. I dare say the most important piece. They didn't... They should have just dug out Brad's <laughs> no. corpse and put it in the studio. Oh, no. I knew you were <laughs> going to say that. Uh, you know me, dude. That's cool. I can't. I, uh, the, the research center is not really working well, but what, what <laughs> else you got? That was it. I mean, I have, I have another couple ones on here, but I, I, I was a little disappointed with Tiger Army's music from Regions Beyond just because I could tell they were going in the direction of we're going to make a album for the masses and uh although i i do like that album i was disappointed a little by it especially because it's jerry finn's final album and i love jerry finn i think he's a great producer not if not my favorite one of my favorites i love jerry finn he's a good man he was he's, he did some solid stuff um going back to sublime with rome it's obviously i'm, I'm thinking roman ramirez is rome yeah and eric and bud are sublime yeah the drummer and bass yeah. player. the so drummer has now left oh, okay he said he's had enough it didn't feel right quote unquote it didn't feel right was his like statement on leaving the band yeah it didn't feel right to uh capitalize off your dead friend's um skeleton of a band interestingly though he signed off on the the sublime um like IPA tribute. that's coming out. Oh, of course. Yeah. I don't know how there's a Sublime IPA or why, but there's a Sublime IPA coming out by a company from San Diego. It's infused. The, one, the ones who did the Tony pimp. Gwynn Pale Ale. Oh, okay. What are those called? I, I, yeah. Research Center, if you cared, but I don't think you <laughs> No, nah, I'm not researching any <laughs> craft beer. Sorry, Aude, but I'm not. Aude, you tell us who's doing the Sublime one. But yeah, the the he know, he'll probably know because of the Tony Gwynn Pale Ale. Yeah, which he's probably I also, screaming right now. Oh, well, oh, he can't right now. But he's yelling at in a couple hours. He's going to yell at. He's his, yelling at yeah. the speakers. Yep. Sorry, out it. But no, uh, the Sublime beer makes no sense. I mean, what? What? They should make a forty, right? <sighs> that would at least make sense. Yeah, like a forty a malt, ounce a to freedom. Liquor. Yeah. Malt liquor. That would make sense. That would make sense. But yeah, they're making a craft beer for Sublime, and even the Tony Gwynn one was like, really. But apparently, they said it was the beer that he he kind of designed it or what he liked. Mm. Okay. I mean, you know what? Tony Gwynn deserves all the commemoration he can get. Yeah. But it kind of felt like a, yeah. Yeah. Like a why cash in. Like we're going to use this dead person's yeah. notoriety in, to sell in the brown beer. and orange colorway that we know and love. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, felt, nostalgia. Felt, you mean nostalgia? Oh, okay. 
We should cool. make up a word with nostalgia and exploitation. Well, I, I just I wrote on here nostalgia with the the S is the dollar. Oh, I don't know if you see that right there. Nostalgia with a S, the yes, dollar right sign yeah. for the S. The money. Brilliant. Yeah. There it is. Um, so. I see one more on your list, Rick, and I. Uh, well, it's Morrissey Southpaw Grammar. <laughs> okay. But explain yourself there. It it was the. <laughs> it was the first Morrissey album I bought. Oh. And oh. I honestly, looking back now, I shouldn't have bought that Morrissey album because I was a huge Smiths fan and I, I, I didn't, I refused to buy the Morrissey albums, much like I refused to buy Rancid because I was such a huge Operation Ivy because mm-hmm. it's okay. like, no, gotcha. like you want to go do your other thing? No, I want yeah, this. I won't support that. I'm just, just being a stubborn kid. And uh, I got Morrissey Southpaw Grammar and uh, I was very disappointed and uh, I was like, screw Morrissey and his solo stuff based on that album, which I still don't like. And uh, it wasn't until years later that Marcy was like, no, there was actually good Morrissey music. And she introduced me to Morrissey. Marcy introduced me to Morrissey. Music. Thank you, Marcy. But I was at, to that point, I'd just been a, a hardcore Smiths fan, but just not on the Morrissey bandwagon. I'm like, no, this is enough. I, I do that weird thing where yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't need that. I, get it, I have, yeah. this. have this. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. Right. I have Simpsons seasons one through nine. Exactly. I don't need 10 or 27 or whatever fucking ridiculous number they're at now. Um, One, one popped into my head. Nice. Uh, So black flag means a lot to me. We stole their font for our logo. Borrowed. Borrowed Borrowed their font for our logo. We'll give it back. Sorry. Uh, They they put on an album in 2013 called what the actually, no, it's called what the, sorry, there's no question mark. Oh, so it's a statement. What the, yeah. What the, Okay. Uh, now, if any of you people know Black Flag, um, it's an all-around disappointment. If you just Google some of their album covers, you'll see amazing works of art by Raymond Pettibone, who is an artist. Um, and then you Google the album cover for What The. Okay? I'm going to show it to Rick. He's typing feverishly into the... Oh, dear. What, describe it. Album cover. It looks like a um like a candy i would have bought in the 90s yes that's possibly sour and sweet <laughs> and maybe makes my 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 tongue tickle or something yeah i don't i don't know and now and i look at a raymond pettibone designed 80s brilliant it's like just fucking brilliant yeah right it's art uh-huh so um so that was that should have been your first indicator yep <laughs> indicator a red uh a red flag yes. should have gone up so then so then i mean the album cover sucks and then I read that um, they got Ron Ray as one of the... So Black Flag has a cycle of singers. They probably have like yeah. 10 singers. Yeah, yeah. So, but they got one of, the other, one of the guys, like one of the guys from the 80s to come. And it's just complete garbage. And it's still bad. It is complete garbage. Um, wow. So that, that was, that's uh, one of the more recent disappointments. Um, and then also uh, last week during my, my sickness, the Arcade Fire put out an album. And I, I, I kind of don't want to dub it a complete disappointment yet. But so it's far, a grower? it's, it's Maybe not. It's a grower, it, it might be, but I've listened to it multiple times, and it's just not sticking with me. Um, that they, happens sometimes. Yeah. Does dude. it not have like a? Does it not have a flavor to it where it just kind of feels bland? Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. I, I'd almost rather that though than like, you know, disgusting. That's a disgusting album. I'd rather have like, oh, that was a bit bland. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'd rather it's, have not enough salt than too much salt. It's background music. 
Oh wow! Yeah, so it's blend. Like I can play something or or do the whole album just kind of blends together. You can't even pick out a song. Yeah, (laughs) just like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know. I knew exactly what you meant uh when you said that. There's this. (laughs) You're like, I'm not sure it sucks, but I kind of feel like it does. Yeah, that's distinct like line with their career where they went from. So the 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 two albums ago, they won a Grammy. Grammys are meaningless. I'm saying this right now, but it was kind of cool to see a rock band or whatever you want to call it. You know ending the grammys for album of the year a band that isn't like um a million writing teams and producers it was a band that wrote it themselves <laughs> right it's it was kind of cool to see that right because nowadays right. who wins album of the year you know you know who <laughs> um, yes and then they did an album that was kind of like electronically disco after it which isn't that bad and they and the guy from lcd sound system i don't know if you guys know who that is he produced it it sounds like lcd sound system light i guess mm. and then this album it's i think a daft punk guy had something to do with it um it sounds like them trying to be more more again dancey and it's it's not because it's not that the dance music electronic stuff bothers me to an extent but i'm one of those people where you have to learn the rules before you break them so i appreciate the fact that they want to play dancey non-rock electronic influence music but it's almost like i like you're you're playing in a you're playing in a, a league that is out of, out of your league. Out of your league, right. You're out of your league. Michael Jordan playing baseball. Yes. They're Michael Jordan playing baseball. And you know, like, there's a reason why LCD sound system has been so successful in that genre for years and people like Daft Punk because they know what they're doing. Right. Whereas Arcade Fire is dabbling in it, dab, you know, and then they're just not being successful. So, so far, I'm, the jury's out. It's it's leaning towards a disappointment. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll give it a couple more listens. You made me think of you too. They, when they try to dabble in their electronic stuff. Oh yeah, uh, what is that called? Zoo. Or? Yeah, yeah, Zoo. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, that was bad. That was bad. The only, in my opinion, I know you don't like them. The only band that was able to do that was Radiohead, where they went they electro- went electronic, and, and it didn't sound. It sounded great. Mm-hmm. It, it and uh, it was good. And I just remembered because we're talking about like bands going electronic. I yep. thought about AFI immediately. Okay. And I remembered that I actually went to the AFI Yo, concert yeah, last week. So I, sh- I should have mentioned that. What are you disappointing albums from them though? Um, <laughs> While we're at it. it. I, when you were saying that, I thought about AFI. They kind of did something similar on December Underground, which was after Sing the Sorrow. Which Sing the Sorrow was their Sing like, Sorrow's the album, the no, hit, the, the one that broke the breakout. I'm sorry, the that breakout. was the they got Jerry Finn and Butch and Vig, Butch Vig yeah, to work yeah, on. Yeah. That was that album, and um, it's a good album. Don't get me wrong, but the one before it, Art of Drowning. If you listen to that, and you listen to Sing the Sorrow. There's it's yeah, it's a different band, different band, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't say I was disappointed by the new direction. I guess I was initially. But I, I mean, at the time, I wasn't like a massive AFI fan, uh, but I, I still liked Art of Drowning and Black Sails in the Sunset. So to see them kind of throw that all out for Sing the Sorrow and December Underground, which was more like, I guess, quote unquote, emo or whatever pop. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to go into the emo discussion. <laughs> okay, OK. I, I, all right, yeah, we won't do that. That's another week. That's now. another week, yeah. Yeah, it's it's more it's like it's just different. It's but it's, it's punk but I, influenced I, rock. Yeah. Is what it is. And, and I um I was watching The Defiant Ones. Uh-huh. And HBO. Patty Smith made a comment yep. about punk rock. Yep. She's like punk rock is about freedom and yeah. I'll sing anybody's fuck any fucking song I want. Yep. And I thought that was badass. 
So, you know what? I don't want to impose that punk bullshit on AFI, but I was initially disappointed, although I have grown to love that album. Initially, I was like, whoa, they, they did that. You know, mm-hmm. that, you know oh, what yeah. that know is. What that when is. an album comes out and you're like, oh, they did it. Uh-huh. They did it. They, they made the album for, for that. them. Mm-hmm. So, I was a little disappointed by that, but I, I, they were awesome live, by the yeah. way. <laughs> they were awesome okay, live. Okay, that's good. It was a good show. Did, did, did their show span the decades of their career no they oh. did a lot of sing the sorrow and december underground and the new album blood which blood is great blood and burials are, are fantastic albums i love how they've kind of they went that way and then they kind of pulled it back and their new stuff is is just them like it just sounds like like to me that just sounds like afi like when i hear burials and i hear the blood album which i think you like one song off. yeah the white offering song yeah they didn't play that song live and that was a single i thought that was weird they didn't play two singles off is it two or maybe just one but that was their big single off of blood mm. and they didn't even play it which i thought was weird but no it was mostly uh sing the sorrow december underground and burials and blood mostly blood i think they played one song off burials but it was it was a good show it was really good cool we had great seats so that was cool but uh sorry i totally took us off topic no well so. that's 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 the did end we of close that, that? did yeah, we close that out the disappointing Albums. I feel I feel bad even saying that I was disappointed by that AFI album. But you I, said it; it's now uh, yeah, official, dude. Because I mean, I I really love that album now, but I guess at this at the time at the I time, was, yeah, the it's, direction it's disappointed fine. me a bit. Yeah, think about it. Like you, you know, you go years of, of them sounding like this, and then all of a sudden they sound like that. Although to be fair, I hadn't been listening them uh-huh. to them for years. I wouldn't consider myself a hardcore old school AFI fan at all. So credit to David, Dave, my brother-in-law, Dave, t- for getting me into AFI because he's the one who gave me Art of Drowning. Thank you, like, Dave. Listen to this. But um, so, yeah. But even then, I could still recognize what the album was. Yeah. Which was, here we go. We're cashing it. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, here we go. So we I think that answers like the that. question, you know. Yeah, thank you. Well, that was Maria. Dude, you're... Fuck. Maria, please do not kill me. I apologize publicly. For, for doing that. Can I go back and delete that? No. It's Shit. staying. Okay. Fuck it. Sorry, Maria. And thank you, Maria. <laughs> I know we missed a week and everything, but um, we're dangerously over, over our self-imposed time constraint of one hour. We're actually closer to an hour and 20 minutes right now. So we do have some more questions, but... We're going to save those questions for next week. We're sorry. We're still catching up. So the questions we answered today were two weeks old. Yeah. Next week, we will answer some or two weeks or is it a week old? I guess a, it's a week old, but the Nino one was like two. Oh, weeks no, that's old. two weeks. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that one yeah. was like two. And Maria. So we're both, they're about two weeks old. And Maria. Sorry, Maria. Jeez, dude. I'm sorry. What is your problem, Maria? I don't know. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll get this week's question. These this week's question next <laughs> it's, it's just falling apart man. we're gonna answer all the questions next week there you go yes thank you but if you have more questions instagram is we don't know podcast it is website is well just go to the website we don't know podcast.com yeah that'll take you to all our other endeavors yeah we kind of revamped some things so we did yeah it yeah looks, i like looks it cooler it look I it think. does yeah we need some articles though right yeah if you if you know if you you're fancy yourself a writer let us know. Yes. Send it. You could even send it anonymously to our... No, we can't do that. <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> to what? To our email. I mean, that's going to say who is it from. 
Oh yeah, I guess it will. Uh-huh. Uh, oh well, you don't you don't get to be anonymous. Nope. Questions you can, but not yeah. not articles. Yeah. Not written wood. Um, anything else, man? Any plans coming up? Any concerts or? Oh, um, I'm taking part of that photo show on Saturday. Dude, yes, we need to talk about that. So man. no, we don't. So oh, if, what? If I'm just saying, like, if anybody wants to come by, it's at La Bodega Gallery. It is in Barrio Logan. It is Saturday, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. I'll I'll come by after work. What time will you be there? Uh, I think I'm out at five, so I'll probably be there six. a little bit before six. Signing autographs, shaking hands. Well, there, I mean, if you didn't buy the the meet and greet ticket, then I'm oh. sorry, I'm sold out. Oof. There it is, folks. No, of course not. I'm. I'll be hiding in the corner. This is weird, um, but it, I have a photo. If you want to go look at it, that'd be kind of cool. What's the photo of? Or is that a mystery? Or can you say? I'll. It's a photo of. Of someone. <laughs> oh, dear. And something. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know. I like it's it. It's not me, is it? No, no, no. Oh, it's, thank God. It's a photo of someone I don't know. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. It's a, just the moment I captured that I thought was kind of worth it. Definitely. Yeah. And so okay. now you get to see it. Cool. And so that will be Saturday. One, one more time. Oh, Saturday. This Saturday, the 12th of August. Of August at La Bodega Gallery in Barrio Logan. There it is, folks. 6 p.m. You heard it. So if you want to meet Jorge and uh, meet and greet package, you said it's sold out? Sold out. Sorry. Okay. So if you want to see his photo but not meet him, you can go to La Bodega this Thank Saturday you. and support the other local artists yeah, There's and photographers. 80, over 80 of us, I guess. Really? Yeah. From yeah, around the world. Yeah, People guys, like show mail stuff in. Oh, wow. Yeah. So show your support, guys. Be there. And uh, I have nothing else of note, so I guess we can just wrap this fucker up. Do you have a song? Oh, you do have a song. Later, guys. Thank you. Yeah.